When you work, you work next level. And when you play, you play next level. And when it's time to sleep, Sleep Number smart beds are designed to embrace your uniqueness, providing you with high-quality sleep every night. Sleep next level. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $15.99. Save $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The response to Israel's military operation in Gaza as it retaliates for the Hamas terror attack has taken many forms. Politicians have released carefully worded statements pledging support or urging restraint. Protesters around the world have raised their voices and taken to the streets calling for a ceasefire. And on the extreme end, some militant groups around the region have used violence. Well, right now, that violence has come to a key body of water. Seeing a U.S. Navy warship responded today to the latest attack on the commercial vessel in the Red Sea. Iranian-backed Houthi forces in Yemen have been targeting commercial ships in the Red Sea, claiming the attacks as revenge against Israel, the growing threat. Today, why one militant group is targeting container ships and why the impacts could be felt way beyond the Middle East. This is an incredibly heavily trafficked waterway. The disruption from these attacks has the potential to really kind of ripple through global supply chains and and hike the price of, of moving goods. From CNN, this is Tug of War. I'm David Ryan. Katie Bo Lillis covers intelligence and national security for CNN in Washington, D.C. I caught up with her on Tuesday afternoon. Katie Bo, we've talked about how concerned the U.S. has been with the war in Israel potentially spinning out across the region. And lately, we've been seeing a ton of activity in the Red Sea. And for listeners, this is the long, narrow body of water in between Egypt and other African countries on one side, Saudi Arabia and Yemen on the other. So can you tell us, how did this all start? So... David, what we're seeing is a series of missile and drone attacks on commercial shipping that are all coming from the Houthis, which are a militant group in in Yemen. The Houthis have launched at least 100 attacks against 12 different commercial and merchant vessels in the Red Sea over the last month. One senior U.S. military official on Tuesday called it a very significant breadth of attacks that the U.S. hasn't seen in at least two generations. Hmm. So who are the Houthis? They're a rebel group that makes up one side of the Yemeni civil war. They seized control of Yemen's capital in 2014, and since then, they've consolidated control over most of northern Yemen. They're similar to Hezbollah and Hamas in the sense that the Houthis do receive a certain amount of funding, training, arms from Iran, and they're often referred to as a proxy of Iran. But I think it's really important to understand that Iran doesn't have what is known as command and control over the Houthis. In fact, the Houthis are are, are probably one of the most independent of the different Iranian proxy Groups. They're like doing their own thing. Exactly. The The short answer is that in this instance, they are attacking commercial shipping because they're angry about Israel's invasion of Gaza, which uh, is a sort of a particularly potent political issue inside of Yemen. And Houthi leaders have said that these attacks are their retribution. Yeah, I was going to say, what do container ships in the Red Sea have to do with the war in Israel? So as Israel has prosecuted its war against Hamas in Gaza, the Houthis have targeted ships that they say have in some way supported Israel's war effort, even though multiple companies that have been targeted have actually said that they have no connection to Israel or the war. But this is a 
big deal, not just for Israel, but also for the global economy. This is an incredibly heavily trafficked waterway. The disruption from these attacks has the potential to really kind of ripple through global supply chains and and hike the price of, of moving goods. So, I mean, you've already seen some of the world's biggest companies, including BP and the shipping company Maersk, announce that they're suspending their operations in the Red Sea mm. because of the attacks. These announcements caused oil and gas prices to, to rise pretty sharply. You have other ships being rerouted around the Cape of Good Hope in Africa, which is going to make it more expensive um, to, you know, to ship goods. Uh, they're going the long way around. Yeah, exactly. So, I, you know, too early to say, I think at this point, what the impact on consumer prices is going to be. But this is something that market watchers are going to be watching very closely. We'll be right back. We all do things our own way. And since the way that each of us sleeps is unique, you need a bed that fits you just the right way. Sleep Number smart beds make your sleep experience as individual as you are, using cutting-edge technology to give you effortless, high-quality sleep every night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, during Sleep Number's President's Day sale, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed plus special financing for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. See store for details. We're back with Tug of War and my conversation with CNN's Katie Bo Lillis. And so what is the U.S. and other countries who are seeing their boats shot at? What are they doing about it? The United States has announced a task force, something that the the U.S. military loves. <laughs> the U.S. Defense Secretary on Monday announced something called Operation Prosperity Guardian, which is a new U.S.-led operation that's going to make U.S. and partner warships available kind of near the Red Sea to respond to attacks. This is U.S. Navy warship. No further information. Advise you remain clear of that area. Expect possibility of additional mines. Over. There's some interesting sort of historical precedent for this kind of task force. In the 1980s, the U.S. literally reflagged and escorted Kuwaiti vessels in the Arabian Gulf through the Strait of Hormuz during what was known as the tanker war between Iran and Iraq. I'm charged with the responsibility of taking the escort ships assigned and, and using the intelligence, tactical knowledge that we have, the abilities of the ships, to defend themselves in the tanker and put together a plan to execute it. This um, effort doesn't go nearly as far. The U.S. won't be escorting commercial vessels, but if you hear people talking about Operation Earnest Will, that's what they're that's what they're talking about. Interesting. Big picture. How should we think about what the Houthis are doing here? You kind of mentioned they're kind of independent in terms of how they act from Iran, but I know we generally think of a wider war in terms of like boots on the ground, but it seems like just at sea and, and from the air, this is having a big global impact. Well, the, the biggest concern for the U.S. is that this war doesn't suck in Iran or the United States directly. They want to keep this mm. from escalating beyond sort of the threshold of proxy attacks that I think you have seen already. And the good news is that so far, U.S. intelligence believes that Iran wants the same thing. Um, we've spoken to a number of officials who say that the U.S. largely believes that even though the various Iranian proxies 
proxies. And by that, I mean not just the Houthis, but also Hezbollah and various groups inside Iraq and Syria. Even though the U.S. has seen them launch lots of attacks since October 7th, the the United States still believes that they're basically calibrating their response to avoid sparking a direct response from the United States. And so for, for the Houthis in particular, I think the U.S. sees these attacks as really opportunistic rather than part of a strategic effort by Tehran to try to escalate the conflict. But I guess like if this keeps up and a lot of big companies with a lot of money at stake have to keep doing all these maneuvers and rerouting and canceling of routes, like at what point does further action need to be taken to stop this if the Houthis are just going to keep doing this? That's kind of the million-dollar question, right? Like, at what point is the United States going to consider that the cost of these attacks is too high to allow them to go unanswered? So far, the U.S. has acted with real restraint. It's stopped short of any kind of direct military response to the Houthis. It's really embracing an approach of sort of discretion is the better part of valor. Mm. Um, But these attacks uh, are obviously deeply concerning to U.S. officials from a global economic perspective. And, And the other attacks that have been taking place across the region from other proxy groups that have targeted U.S. forces directly, in particular in Syria and Iraq, where there have been attacks since October 7th. Mm. Um, you know, that sort of front is also of, of great concern to the United States, because I think the the minute that there is a U.S. service member who dies in one of these attacks, I think you may see the political calculus uh, in the Biden administration change. Katie Bo, thanks for the perspective. Really appreciate it. Thanks so much, David. Tug of War is a production of CNN Audio. This episode was produced by Anna Sterla and me, David Rind. Our senior producer is Haley Thomas. Dan DeZula is our technical director. And Steve Lichtai is the executive producer of CNN Audio. We get support from Alex Manasseri, Robert Mathers, John Dionora, Lenny Steinhardt, Jameis Andres, Nicole Pesaru, and Lisa Namoro. Special thanks to Caroline Patterson, Natasha Bertrand, and Katie Hinman. We'll be back on Friday with another update. I will talk to you then. We all do things our own way. And since the way that each of us sleeps is unique, you need a bed that fits you just the right way. Sleep Number smart beds make your sleep experience as individual as you are, using cutting-edge technology to give you effortless, high-quality sleep every night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $15.99. Save $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.